Welcome to Leadership Revealed, where John Paul shares his no-nonsense approach to all things leadership and scaling businesses. John interviews some of the most successful people in their industries to see what it takes to become a great leader. Be prepared for the truth about leadership and business. Please welcome your host, serial entrepreneur and top-selling author, John Paul. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Leadership Revealed. So in this edition, we're going to talk about overwhelm. I think it's safe to say that anybody who's been in business for a, a lengthy period of time has suffered overwhelm at some point in their journey. Now, to me, overwhelm is when there's that much going on in your personal life, your private life, in your business life, your social life even, that all of a sudden you haven't got the motivation or the inspiration to carry out your actions and you just end up doing nothing. Now, what I mean by that is, if you've got something on going at home, say one of your children isn't very well, or you're arguing with the missus, or you're moving home, or something along those lines. You've got a lot of things going on in your friends group or your friendship group, and you go to work, and all of a sudden something's happening at work. Maybe uh, your sales guys aren't performing. Maybe your accounts guys has come with some bad news. If you're in the property industry, you're not selling as many properties, your pipeline's not going through as quick as what you'd like. And there's so much going on, you've got to fill in these forms for the HMRC or you've got to speak to your accountant about your end of your accounts, then all of a sudden, overwhelm sets in. And in fact, instead of doing little bits of everything, you just do nothing of everything. Now, I think you'll have had that sort of feeling and that will have happened in your business because it's certainly happened in my business. Now, what I want to talk about is give you some tips and give you some advice about how to deal with overwhelm. And believe it or not, it's not that complicated. Now, a lot of the things I speak about and a lot of the advice, it has to be simple. I'm not that academic, I'm not that clever. Um, so I break it down into simple little ways to try and remember and simple little things that, if you follow it, should give you the desired result at the end of it. So the first thing is, you need to chill out. You need to understand that the world's not gonna end, things aren't gonna fall off a cliff, your business is still gonna be there, so just chill out and don't panic. When people panic, they make rush decisions. When they make rush decisions, it's very often the wrong decision. And what that does is that compounds the issue and the decisions that you've just made are worse. It makes the whole situation worse. And then more overwhelm sets in and you just say, screw it, I'm not doing anything. So you can't do that. You can't allow yourself to make those rush, quick decisions. You've got to chill out. That's the first thing. The second thing is it's very rarely as bad as what you think. No matter what happens, it's not as bad. The thought or the th having that dread is a lot worse than the actuality of it. So you chill out, it's never as bad as you think. If you get a letter from a bailiff saying you haven't paid, the first thing is, oh crap, I'm gonna put it in the drawer, I'm gonna forget about it. HMRC saying you need you pay your tax bill in the next seven days, otherwise we're coming to close you down. Don't panic, phone them up, explain the situation, talk to them. You've got a complaint from a landlord threatening the ombudsman. You've got a complaint from a vendor threatening to go to the papers or a tenant threatening he's going to go to the go on social media and slag you down and, and have a have a dig at you. Pa don't panic. Literally don't don't worry about it. Don't ignore it because it'll never happen. You know, if you ignore it, it's gonna get worse. Speak to the people, find out what the issue is, find out what the problem is, but it's very, very rarely as bad as what you think. You've got to compartmentalise it. When you get overwhelmed, it's very rare that it's only one or two issues. When you get overwhelmed, it's normally half a dozen, if not more. 
So for instance, I've got a training company, I've got a sales and letting company, um, I've got you know very active personal life with my family and my kids, um, we've got a grown business, we're acquiring businesses, I've got um, interests in other businesses. If I allowed overwhelm to get to me, I would just say, screw it, I'm not doing anything. What I do is compartmentalize things. I don't allow various things to affect other things. So, you know, I've got issues at home like everybody else, but that's my home life. I've got, we, we got married this year and that was quite stressful for everybody. But I didn't allow that to get in, to uh, seep into my work life. I didn't allow this acquisition that we're going through to seep into my personal life. For some crazy reason, I've started playing rugby again. I've got to try and get fit. I've got to lose some weight. I've got to get fitter. Guess what? I didn't let that and my frustrations about not being able to be as fit as I used to be affect my work life or my personal life. I compartmentalised it. I understood that playing rugby does not affect my work. I understood that my work should not affect my personal life. My personal life should not, getting married should not affect rugby and it shouldn't affect um, work life. So I compartmentalised it. I then broke it down into what the exact issues were. So for the wedding, it was a list anyone that's been married will appreciate. It's a list of about a thousand things what my wife wanted. I wasn't too bothered about it, but it's making it, you know, the special day for her. I realized what I had to do. So it was making a list of the caterers, the car, the venue, the, the table decorations, the favors we had to do, the dress, the suits, the honeymoon. Make a list of absolutely everything and just tick it off as it happened. Same with work when we're acquiring this business, financial due diligence, arranging the date to go in to talk about operational due diligence, the legal due diligence, looking at all the contracts, coming up with the financial forecast and the succession plan, the staff, the HR, the employment data. We had to, we just make a list of everything we had to do and I just went through it bit by bit by bit. Was it me that was doing it? Was it our professionals was it doing it? Was it my business partner? Was it my MD? and I made a very, very detailed list. I compartmentalized it and I broke it all down. And then what I did is I planned out what I was going to do. Who was gonna do what, why, and when, and to what standard they were gonna do it. I found a way forward and I planned it and then I made a strategy. And then lastly, I actually did it. I just went and did it. I didn't just say, right, you go do that and, and we'll forget about this bit. I made sure that everybody was doing their little bit, that when it all added up together, we had a common goal and we achieved that common goal. So just quickly recap. I chilled out, I didn't worry about it. It was very rarely as bad as what I thought and it never has been. I broke it all down, I compartmentalized it. I made sure that every little bit didn't affect everybody else and that I could have, it, have a little ring around it if you like. And I made sure that my personal life didn't affect my business life which didn't affect my you know, playing rugby again. I broke it down to the exact issue and what I had to do. And then I found a way forward. Who was gonna do what? We planned for it and we prioritized as well. So when you're acquiring a business, certain things need to be done straight away, like the due diligence, rather than finding out the finance, first of all. So we found out the due diligence because what's the point of um, buying a business or what's the point of raising the finance is if after you, you then raise the finance, you go have a look at the business and it's actually not worth the paper it's written on. So there's certain things you can do at the same time or you can make um, communications or introductions to people whilst you're doing other aspects so you don't prioritize it's not binary it's not a then b then c then d it could be a and b together c then d then part of a then some of f then maybe a creeps in again so it's, it's prioritizing what you need to do to get that that target or that goal that objective that you set out to achieve right in the very beginning 
So overwhelm is very real. It happens to a lot of people, especially in business and especially when you've got stressful situations happening on all fronts of your business, personal and social life. But the point is, don't let it beat you. The worst thing you can do, guys, is literally dig your head in the sand and pretend something never happened. It's never a good thing. If you ignore it, it does not go away. The VAT man does not say, oh, because John's not giving us a call back, I think we'll let it go. HMRC and all the other creditors um, do not just say, oh, he's, he's a canny lad, I'm going to let him, because he's not calling us back, we're just going to let it go, we're just going to ignore him. It doesn't go away. So overwhelm, very real. The, the thing is to handle it head on, to meet that challenge head on, but do it in a methodical, slow and regimented way and you'll beat, you'll beat the overwhelm. So I hope you enjoyed that episode of Leadership Revealed and speak to you soon. Yeah.